This is Money, Motivation, and Mike, and I am your host, Michael Wainwright. In charge of all the controls is our audio engineer, Jason Wright, and hello to you, world. This is the podcast that will change your life. As always, you can find us at mx3.vip, or you can email us with any of your comments or questions at info at mx3.vip. And here we are again on location with Family Office Club at the annual Super Summit in the beautiful Fort Lauderdale, Florida area with another special guest, a gentleman I have known since I have been involved in Family Office Club, Mr. Brad Pickett. How are you, Brad? I'm excellent. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Brad, you're the CEO of of Titan Acquisitions. You've been involved for 20 plus years. You're based out of Scottsdale, Arizona. Tell us a little bit about Titan Acquisitions. Sure. So my journey through real estate, unfortunately, didn't start in multifamily. I started out uh, first as a loan officer. Then I worked as a mortgage broker. Then I worked as a realtor. Then I worked as a real estate broker. I also worked at a title company. And I did a lot in the single family realm. And as I was doing that, I quickly learned that the most important number in real estate is the number of units. And so when I figured that out, I decided I needed to pierce that veil of multifamily. And I looked at that for several years, thinking that that was going to be challenging, which it is. Right. But I'm here to tell the listeners that it's not quite as hard as you think it is. It just takes consistency and persistency. And so that's when I created Titan Acquisitions. And within one year, we had, or within six months, actually, we had purchased our first building of 174 units. All right. Very nice. But your background before you went into the real estate sector and all these other um, opportunities that you had along the way, I would assume, got you prepared for the real estate. It did. I mean, working in title, you see, you know, how the closing estimates work. You see how the insurance works. You see, you know, it's it's very much the same. The underwriting is a little bit different, but I would say, you know, 60 to 70% of single family, those same principles are in multifamily, but then there's just an added layer of sophistication, if you will, but it's not, it's not something that can't be overcome. And you were also in the banking of lending for real estate, correct? I was a mortgage broker in uh, San Diego, California. That's correct. Yes. And you also acquired your real estate license along the way? Yes. I was a broker uh, for several years. And then I decided to become an investor and let that go because I wanted to, when I was working as a broker, I always had somebody that was telling me what to do. Absolutely. And I figured out who is that guy? (laughs) And that's who I became. I became a real estate investor. And then I bought a a pretty large portfolio of single family homes. Uh, Did that through creative financing. Actually, I bought uh, 26 houses in six months with no banks, no credit, and none of my own money using creative financing. Uh, That was back in 2014. And then from there, progressed on into multifamily. Well, you finally looked in the mirror one day and said, you want to start answering to that guy instead of somebody else. I want that guy to be me. (laughs) (laughs) Your background is in business. I believe you have a degree in business from uh, the University of Idaho, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Before we move forward, tell us how the, the listening audience can get a hold to you, sir. Sure. I've got a website called zerodownapartments.com, and they can also reach me at my email, which is brad at titanacq.com. Scottsdale, Arizona, but off the air, you told me of a business acquisition you just did, I believe, up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm part of a GP team on a 174-unit I believe the purchase price was $12.4 million. Uh, beautiful. I like to call it a, re- a recession-proof asset because it's like a B-class asset in midtown Tulsa. And it's not super high-end. 
and it's not low end and it's just one of those nice work class or workforce class um, assets that's done really well for us. We've already actually, our appraisal actually came in almost 4 million over what we bought it for. No kid. That is, that is incredible. Here at Money Motivation and Mike, you know, we talk a lot about how to make money, how to save money, but we also talk about the ups and downs of life. And some of those times is the, to say no and to back out of deals. I remember when I first met you a year ago in Phoenix at the Phoenix Summit, you were working on a deal in uh, the state of Arkansas. And I believe uh, your partner at that time was um, legendary Grant Cardone. Yeah, that's correct. I joined, uh, when I first got into multifamily, I joined into uh, Grant Cardone's real estate uh, club, I guess they call it. He has a real estate summit and then you can pay a little bit more and get into his club. And via that club weekly, we would meet on Wednesdays and we would pitch deals to Grant Cardone and Ryan Secco, which is uh, the Cardone Ventures team. And I, I can't even keep up with their numbers. I think they've got 5 billion now in mm -hmm. real estate. Uh, Quite a bit. Yeah. And so, you know, I would watch people pitch to Grant and I'd watch what they did and the way he would critique them. And he was very deliberate. You know, he would just tell them exactly what they're doing wrong. He wasn't worried about hurting people's feelings, but everybody really appreciated that about him. Mm -hmm. So I paid attention to that. I took notes. And then when I got ready to present mine about three weeks in, I just nailed it. I had everything down perfectly. It was this little uh, 40 unit in Conway, Arkansas. Conway, Arkansas. Yep. Right by the college there. Yes. And uh, just a beautiful asset. And we, we liked it a lot. And as soon as I was, you know, three quarters of the way through my pitch, which I did it exactly in the order, I even used Grant Cardone's math. You know, he has a certain way of doing math and it's a real simple way. So I used his math and I did it exactly how I wanted. And he stopped me in the middle. And he said, hold on. And I'm like, oh, shoot, he's going to rip me. And he goes, see, guys, this is exactly how you pitch a real estate deal. <laughs> and, I'm like, oh. and it just gave me like goosebumps. And then he said, uh, he goes, well, Brad, why don't you reach out to my assistant after this call and we'll be in touch. So I reached out to his assistant. Long story short, um, they ended up submitting an LOI for us and of course we got accepted the the broker had some questions said, what what's uh, uh cardone doing in arkansas <laughs> <But> <laughs> trying to uh, make money yeah he's you know he's trying to help his students out that's and, right and uh he was and so we got it accepted and uh like you said when we really looked at the numbers the income was so low there and on the cap rate we were buying at, and then we also had a little bit of a problem having it be student housing. Okay. So then we qualified for less, you know, it was higher rates basically and lower loan to value. So all those things combined, um, we really looked at the deal and man, I did not want to pull out of that deal because it was my chance to have Grant Cardone as a GP partner for the next four to seven or 12 years. Or forever. Or forever. That's right. And, uh, but I made the decision. And when I did it, he supported it. And he said, uh, you know, I think you made the right decision, but we backed out of it. Well, the success story in Tulsa is obviously phenomenal, especially the, the day you bought it, you virtually gained $4 million in equity before you even turned the first key. But also the stories where you back out, I think, are just as important, if not more important. And what it all looked like from the surface, from what I'm taking from the story, what it all looked like for the, from the surface. Then when we got into the nuts and bolts of this deal, it wasn't as lucrative or as strong as it looked. Yeah, I think everybody does a pretty thorough underwriting prior to even submitting an LOI. 
but it's not the true due diligence until you get into that due diligence period. And that's when you're like pulling all the rental applications. We're seeing that these guys, almost all the tenants are working at fast food restaurants, nothing wrong with that, but just super low income. And we just started to see the true picture. And then we started to, when that true picture became apparent to the lender, because we had talked to lenders ahead of time, as we always do, uh, then the, everything started changing and it started moving around. And what was very interesting about this is the broker, of course, was not real happy about that. And he gave it to the second place person who was a, a person that I know, an associate, and he backed out on the deal as well. Is that right? Yep. Okay. What our audience and what the world, and, and we use the 80-20 rule a lot. Okay. And, and the reason I'm kind of focusing in on this Arkansas deal is, is because a lot of us, 80% of us don't do the due diligence and we do find a way to make that deal work. And then that deal doesn't work and we end up in a bad, unfortunate financial situation. So what looked good, one of the top real estate gurus in the world, you had him right there in your palm and you eventually said no which I think is a, a testament to you. It's also a reason that people should be considering getting in contact with you at Titan Acquisitions and possibly doing some business in the future. And the three letters L-O-I, would you tell the audience what those stand for? Yeah, that's what's called a letter of intent. And that's essentially what you send to the broker with your initial terms. And that's how they kind of decide if they want to do the dance with you. That's right. And we're always trying to educate our audience. The biggest deal in the world and the biggest commodity in the world to me is information. Sure. It's not money. The information makes the money. The information helped you get a Tulsa deal. The information helped you get away from the Arkansas deal. Yeah, if we could, uh, if you don't mind, let's talk a little bit about emotion and real estate. Tell us about it, sir. Because even this is one of those parallels that traveled through single family into multifamily. And I see it all the time because i do a lot of coaching for people in multifamily people will find a deal and they will latch onto it and they'll find all these reasons why it's a good deal and those reasons might actually be valid but they tend to get blinders towards the things that are not good and those things can really bite you you'll see people try to pull the highest rent comps one of the most deadly things you can do in multifamily is just look around at the highest rent comps you've got sure. to actually use a comparable building yes. has the same type of pool or the same you know things have to actually match and people get emotionally tied i see it also in single family when they're rehabbing a house you know they watch the rehab shows and then they're like oh we're gonna make all this money that's right and they get all emotional so if you can leave emotion out of real estate you'll do much better they just bought and fixed up a house and flipped it in 30 minutes <laughs> Yeah, They don't realize that the episode took six months and a whole lot of different uh, intangibles they had to overcome. And a lot of money. And a lot of money. That's exactly right. Leading us into, you wrote a book. Tell us about your book. What's the name of the book? Yeah, so the book is called Five Ways to Buy Apartments with Zero Down. And it's, it's basically that. It tells the newer users, or I guess the newer people into multifamily, how to get from where they are to their first deal. Now, if you already have a deal, it's how to get to your next deal. But what I wanted people to understand is you have to mentally believe you can do it. And I, in this book, I tell the story about, you know, what I told you briefly here on the podcast with Grant. And then I go into the five most important things in real estate. And then I go into five different ways that you can buy real estate with no money down. Phenomenal. These kind of books to me are very, very important because we go out and we read books about individuals and their lives. And we read books on things that happened a hundred years ago, but it's going back to what I call the Betty Crocker cookbook shows you how to do something. 
And that's what this book does. And I'm very, very glad that you've written this book. It could be a major, major asset to the people in the, in the listening audience. And for those who are not even on our podcast right now, they'll hear this podcast two years from now, let's say. But how can they get the book? You can get the book either on Amazon or you can go to zerodownapartments.com and you can get the book there. And then I also have uh, a multifamily deal analyzer. It's a software that I had created to analyze deals. And then I also have a multifamily accelerator that helps people through an eight-week plan on how to get into their first multifamily deal. Is that your online course? Yes. Where can they find the online course? Yeah. So it's all at zerodownapartments.com. And once you purchase the book, you get the option to buy the other two. Okay. And will they get some personal coaching from you? They do get some one-on-one if they do the, the multifamily accelerator. And fantastic. Okay. Once again, give us how to get in contact with you, Brad. Brad at Titan, A-C-Q, short for acquisitions.com. Brad, do you have any closing uh, thoughts or comments that you'd like to give our audience that may be looking at getting into some real estate deals? Absolutely. So, Action is what is needed and persistency. So if you can just decide that you're going to become a multifamily owner and you can just do the work and you won't always know exactly what to do, but my book will help you and you'll see how many people, not just me, have done it and they've done it with zero money down. And it's definitely possible if you take the actions and you stay persistent, you can do it. Brad Pickett, I've known him now for a year. We met at our very first uh, family office uh, summit back in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, right at a year ago. Uh, Obviously, you're having a lot of success. It's funny that the first 10 minutes that I knew you you were walking out in the hallway to take a call from Grant Cardone, that got my attention. I've never forgot that experience. Thank you for being on the show today. Hey, guys, it was great to be here. I appreciate it. Money, Motivation, and Mike bringing you another phenomenal story, more information, more ways to get out there and, and change your life if you so choose to. You can always reach us at mx3.vip. You can always email us at info at mx3.vip. I know you'll have comments and questions about this particular topic that we talked about today with Mr. Brad Pickett. You also can find all of his information on our website, mx3.vip. Until next time, live your life the right way.